The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, I want to go back to Dublin Airport. So I mentioned earlier that I was uh, out there yesterday visiting the airport, got a tour of some of the new facilities, some of the security upgrades uh, from Kenny Jacobs. He is the boss out there. He's the CEO of the DAA. They run the airport. And uh, after a little tour of those facilities, we sat down and we talked about, uh, well, an awful lot of issues about parking, about drones, about Metro North, about expansion, about land for sale. You name it. Take a listen. So, Kenny, listen, we've seen uh, the upgrade to security with the scanners, the food and beverage plans uh, and uh, the, some of the, the, the plans as well around accommodating more passengers out of gates and families. In terms of capacity to expand, uh, how would you describe or assess what you have at the moment at your disposal? Uh, I mean, so Dublin Airport is a 32 million airport. It's capped at 32 million. That's a planning restriction attached to Terminal 2 when it was being built. Um, by 2030, uh, I think Dublin Airport needs to be a 40 million airport. So just to keep pace with the natural increase in population over the coming seven years, with the increase in immigration that we have, with the island of Ireland extra capacity requirements that you know there's lots of people from Northern Ireland come to Dublin to fly and Dublin airport really is the national airport um, just to meet the natural increase in capacity so we all do the same amount of flying Dublin airport needs to be about 37 million so we see Dublin airport moving to 40 million by 2030 and we'll be submitting a planning application uh, to get that done in the autumn of this year okay so so because there'll be people listening and and inevitably you know, when that planning application goes in, there'll be a debate about about flying, its impact on the environment, whether we need to cap the miles that people can fly, kilometres, however you describe it. We increase the price. But the point you're making is that without doing anything, if we leave it at 32 million, the net impact is that per head of population we fly less. Yeah, if, if, if we kept Dublin Airport at 32 million, every single one of us needs to do about 20 to 25% less flying straight away. So... The country's going to get bigger. There's more people coming here. We're a small island economy on the periphery of Europe. Uh, huge dependency on inward travel for jobs, for tourism. Uh, and Irish people love to travel. So mm. I think we need to have that debate. But you need a Dublin airport of 37 million. Even if we say we won't fly anymore, you need a Dublin airport of 37 million. We take a long-term view. Um, I look sustainability is absolutely at the centre of the industry for airports, for airlines for the fuel manufacturers and it's moving at pace, I think the industry has embraced it, you see the airlines buying new aircraft that are much more sustainable choices with newer engines, newer fuels so the industry is doing a huge amount but I think we have to have a very good debate on you know, the importance of inward travel uh, to a small periphery yeah, economy I, I, I appreciate the, um, uh, uh, the, the level of research and development innovation that is happening there in the industry side but but there will be people listening who think, look at the just the overall level of emissions from aviation. And yes, if the consequence of not uh, uh, changing planning and keeping it at a 32 uh, million capacity airport is that we all fly less, so be it. We should fly less. Uh, and, and people will have that view. That will also have a significant knock-on impact in jobs, existing jobs at the airport campus in North County Dublin, around the country in tourism. Because if there's less people coming into Ireland... That's going to put a massive dent on jobs. If, if Ireland is harder to reach, uh, 
by air travel, that will put a dent in inward FTE investment. So less, fewer companies will say, yeah, Ireland you know, and Dublin and other parts of Ireland are, are attractive places to, to locate. So I think it's a wider economic debate. Um, I think there is a myth out there that aviation is the worst when it comes to sustainability. And I think people should just check the facts on that. When you actually look at the emissions percentages, uh, I don't think it's in the top 10 industries. Um, so it's important. Uh, but aviation has become the poster child for all things bad when it comes to sustainability. I think aviation needs to do more, and it is doing a lot. Uh, we as airports, you know, Dublin Airport, we have a net zero target by 2050 that we're working towards. We've reduced our own energy consumption by 20% here at Dublin Airport and at Cork Airport, and we want to do a lot more. We've introduced a 25% landing charge discount for airlines that have newer aircraft that have a, a, a lower CO2 output. So the whole industry needs to work together. We as DAA are working with Dublin and Cork Airport very hard to reduce our own emissions, and we'll continue to do that we're investing in electric only vehicles here in the airfield so Mm. to pull aircraft we're going to invest in electric only buses to get you from the car parks to the airport a lot of things we've done and a lot more we can do we'll continue to do that yeah we'll come back to the car parks in just a moment i'm sure um to get to a 37 million airport Mm. uh 40 million Mm. airport and beyond Mm. do you have the infrastructure at hand to do that? Do you need to build another terminal? Do you need to buy new land? Yeah, to to get to a 40 million airport, we don't need to build another terminal. We would do that with the existing T1 and T2. We've added the North Runway. um, That's the airfield capacity. We would be adding more stands and gates for the airlines in both T1 and T2. um, And we would do configurations within the existing T1 and T2. So some new piers would be created at both T1 and T2 so that you can use those extra stands. But we don't need a third terminal to become a 40 million Dublin airport. But do you want a third terminal, ultimately, uh, long term? Ultimately, look, if Dublin is looking at a point of saying, yeah, we need a 50 million airport uh, for Ireland in Dublin, then a third terminal could be part of that thinking and planning. But it would be beside the existing T1 and T2. It would not be on the far side of the airfield. Why would it be beside the existing T1 and T2? Because that's where public transport is going to bring you to. So Metro North, uh, we've got a station ready to go. I think that's due to be happening and be be an option for the public in about 2035, 2037. Um, that's the front door of the airport. You know, you won't have public transport connecting you to the far side of the airfield. So I think it's pie in the sky to be talking about a third terminal over on the far side yeah, of the airport. For people who are wondering what, why we're talking about that is that's where this famous land is for sale. Uh, yeah. Almost between the runways, if you imagine looking from, yeah. from on high. Uh, you, you say that's not necessary we don't need that for a third terminal we don't need it for expansion but will yeah. you buy it yeah that's exactly what I'm saying we, we don't envisage that being a location for a third terminal therefore that land is less interesting from for us from a strategic point of view uh, hence my comments are you just say, saying that though now because you think one of the McAfadys are listening to this and you're trying to drive down the price uh, no look if they're listening to it then, they, then they've made a great choice on the station they listen to Kieran um, <laughs> look we, we don't have a strategic interest in the land we don't see a third terminal in our thinking anytime soon and by the time we do see a third terminal we don't see it in that part of the airfield so for us that makes the land less interesting because the land's less interesting the price is obviously a lower price that we would consider we'll take a look at it over the summer so i'll go up myself in july and take a look at the lands we'll make an evaluation uh, uh, we'll put that to the board and then the board of ga will ultimately decide do we want to make a bid for it or not i don't think from what i hear uh, in 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 and around dublin i don't think there's a huge amount of interest mm. uh, in the land anyone interested in buying the land would have to talk to ourselves have to talk to a lot of people so 
let's wait and see what happens. But we won't be paying a crazy price for a, a piece of land because then you'd end up with a different oil committee explaining why you did that. We don't have a strategic interest in the land at the moment. Don't see it as the location for a third terminal. Don't think Dublin needs a third terminal anytime soon. Okay, so listen, a few things happening yeah. short term. You're going to go out and look at that land in the summer. At the end of the summer, then planning application goes in to, 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 to increase that cap from 32 to 37 million uh, airport. Longer term, though, uh, the metro, and you mentioned it, kind of 2035, 2037, we hope, fingers crossed. Um, so there is a, a story this week about, um, now it's framed in the context of possible further delays uh, on the back of submissions to onboard Planola. Now, one of those submissions is from DAA. So what is the nature of it? Nature of that submission is just our thinking on the on the Metro North, on the station and everything that needs to happen around us. So we're one of the key players because we own a lot of the land here. So that's what's contained in that submission. We're huge supporters of Metro North and we work closely with the NTA and we will continue to do that. We want Metro North to be coming to Dublin Airport as soon as possible. So we, as one of the interested parties with land here, will make submissions to that effect. But that's, that's, that's what that one was. Just to clarify, the planning application we'll submit in the autumn will be to grow from 32 to 40 million. Oh, 37 million 37 million is the natural uh, capacity increase that we would need just to keep pace with the population but 40 million is us future planning uh, that's what our planning application will be for uh, in the autumn a fair point um, to what extent is Dublin airport uh, and the passenger experience at Dublin airport uh, stymied by the lack of a metro um, I think we all realise that ourselves when you go to any major European capital and Dublin is a major European capital and you see the choices that you have look it's been stymied for decades um, we're used to it uh, as Irish people using Dublin Dublin airport uh, I think the sooner it's here the better I think you see it in, you hear it from Europeans from Americans from people all over the world when they come here and say oh there isn't something that already exists now Dublin airport is the, con- the big the country's busiest bus station Uh, we've added 300 new taxi permits uh, this past number of months so we're increasing the taxi permits that's helpful the bus there's 15% more bus routes have been added that's good but the sooner we have Metro North and Bus Connects that's really where the countries need to go. That's the right direction. That's the political direction. We fully support that. Uh, it will give uh, it will give the travelling public coming in and getting to the airport more choices. I really look forward to the day where you can be in downtown Dublin, have your wheelie bag, and say I'm heading off to France and I'm just going to get the I'm going to get the metro to the air, to the airport and then. You don't need to take up a car. Have you enough car parking space? Uh, we have an, we have 23,000 car parking spaces, which is a huge number. If you look at the yeah, number... Is it enough? Um, it's not enough. That's why we're trying to get our hands on 6,200 additional spaces, which is the quick park site that we've got sale agreed with, uh, and we hope that we will have those spaces by the autumn. Now, there are still plenty of spaces available in July and August, uh, and if you come onto the Dublin Airport website, you can you can book. So I think about a month ago, people got very, very excited. We're saying to people, if you're travelling in July and August on a two-week holiday, don't just rock up to the airport thinking you can pull a ticket because you may not be able to. We may be, we may be so out at that point in time but as it stands in July and August we have spaces available. We will get those 6,200 spaces I think subject to a CCPC process that we're going through mm. uh, I wish that went would go f- as fast as it possibly can because I would love to have the spaces What is now. the time frame on that? What do you expect uh, it to be? I don't have a time frame set out but I would expect it to be at the end of the summer when we get the additional, uh, when we get the additional spaces. I think that will then give us the capacity that we need over the coming years um, and then the Metro North uh, and the Bus Connects will, I think, bit by bit, encourage more of the public to take public transport to the airport. What do you say to people listening to this who say their, their 
homes have been impacted by the expansion of the airport with the new runway? Um, look, we are good neighbours. I think we are good neighbours and we always want to stay good neighbours with, they the, might with the community. Um, they, they might say that. Uh, and we do engage with them regularly. We, we engage with all parts of the community around here. We engage with individual households. We go and visit individual households. Um, we've bought a number of households over the past number of years. Uh, there was an issue with the flight paths that was corrected in, in February. Uh, we've reworked the noise corridor work, which is to say, where is the noise actually? Uh, and we're going to insulate uh, for noise, uh, uh, I think, about an additional 12 houses. Um, and we're opening, we're open to uh, insulating more additional houses. So I think we're a good neighbour. We want to stay a good neighbour. We'll keep engaging with the local community. Uh, airports have aircraft and you have noise. I'm thankful that that amount of noise if you take a long-term view that should be going down because as new aircraft come in stream they're they're good at three things they have a lot more seats so they pack more people in mm. which is good for sustainability they have newer engines which is good for sustainability they also make a lot less noise so i think the long-term view is that's a good thing uh, we'll keep engaging with the community we'll keep working with them to insulate more houses a small number of houses i think there's a perception out there that there's swathes of north county dublin um uh, with lots of houses you know it's a small i'm thankful it's a small number uh, of houses but we'll keep engaging with people and work with them and we'll insulate more houses uh, in the months ahead where are you in terms of the rollout of the technology to prevent uh, these see these airplanes landing over our shoulder to prevent uh, those airplanes having to circle around because of drones yeah, we are, we're very close. We, there's there's two key, key bits of technology. One is a system called D-Drone, which goes around the full perimeter of the airport. That tells us if a drone has come uh, has come into the airfield. Uh, and then we get the airport police and Angarda Shikona down there to, to stop the droner. Um, that's been working very, very well. But the D-Drone system has allowed us to apprehend a number of drones and the individuals uh, operating them. And there have been a number of arrests and charges have been pressed. That is a good thing because it gets the message out there. Uh, we've also invested in a counter drone technology unit that allows you to actually take control of a drone and uh, bring it down in a safe fashion or send it back where it came from and then on Garda Shikona uh, will follow the drone and apprehend the person that was operating the drone if they think mm. that's malicious. So we have been working with IAA as one regulator and Comreg as another regulator. I think we're a couple of weeks away from being able to deploy that technology. I only hope a couple of weeks away. Only a couple of weeks. Okay. I hope we'll never have to deploy it. Uh, and things uh, on the drone front now are quiet and I hope that continues because people are breaking the law if they operate a drone near Dublin Airport and they shouldn't do it and we've now got two layers of technology plus heightened awareness and very good cooperation between Ungarda Shikana and Airport Police who are good at catching people. What's your relationship with Michael O'Leary now? Uh, very good. I mean Ryanair is our, our biggest customer here uh, and you know Ryanair is a world-class airline and, and always will be they, they've had a very very good start to the summer uh, we'll always have a bit of a barney on 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 different things uh we're an airport they're an airline we do similar but very very different things so i think we'll have a healthy robust relationship uh they'll always have a, a view looking for their side of things and we'll have a view looking for our side is of their things. view that you're a poacher turned gamekeeper absolutely not uh i really enjoyed my time at ryanair i i love my time at, at da now as well it's it's a similar look it's the same industry uh and running a big big operation like da is kind of similar to being in, in Reiner. So the two roles uh, and the two businesses ha have more in common. What about your relationship with Aer Lingus? You wouldn't have been shy about 
firing a few shots across the bows there when you were over with Ryanair. Yeah, and, and now it's and now it's one of our biggest customers, and I love them to bits. <laughs> yeah, our, uh, we have a very good relationship with Erlingus. Look, their business has really bounced back. They've added uh, Cleveland uh, as as a new U.S. route. I think they have endless possibilities in the U.S. So we have a very good relationship with them. We'll work with them on their transfer product. So when you're flying short haul into Dublin, how you transfer onto Erlingus. Um, We've really improved the TSA product. So when you're flying uh, to the US on any carrier, but for most Irish people, that's Aer Lingus. Uh, most people will now only do one security check, whereas before you had done two security checks. So we keep working with them to improve their product. It's a very good relationship with Aer Lingus, uh, and I hope that continues. What's the relationship with Eamon Ryan like? Uh, he's, look, he, he's, he's our minister. Of a very, I've met him the first week uh, I started. Uh, we would have regular contact with the Department uh, of Transport. We get very good support from them. Uh, we're in a good place now so you know uh, 95% of people got through Dublin Airport in the month of May in less than 20 minutes and the operation is really really stable so I think the issues of last year uh, have been dealt with we've got very very positive engagement with the Department of, uh, of Transport on everything to do with the aviation uh, and running our uh, operation so here in Dublin So when you say that you get good support from them do you get enough support from them? Uh, absolutely look we in the end we're, we're a commercial semi-state we run our own business you have the board of the DAA who support the executive team to, to do that so we, you know, we provide our own leadership in terms of what we want to do with our with our business. We're fully financially self-sufficient. We took on a lot of debt during the pandemic. We've now got net debt of about eight hundred and forty million that we need to service. But it's a self-sufficient business. Uh, I think it's good support from the department and the right level of support from the Department of Transport to let us kind of do what we need to do ourselves. And we're doing a good job, and we'll continue to do that. Kenny Jacobs, listen, thanks a million for speaking to us. Thanks, Kurt. And thank you again uh, to uh, Kenny. He is the CEO of the DAA, Dublin Airport Authority, running things uh, out there in Dublin Airport. And uh, he uh, took that time to speak to us out in the airport uh, yesterday. So thank you again. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.